Welcome to Let's Talk Land, a weekly land education talk show devoted to learning about land and farms, buying and selling, and ownership, especially for real estate agents and realtors. Hey guys, let's learn from the experts. This is free land education. Hi, my name's Lou Jewell. I'm an accredited land consultant, broker owner of Land Pro Real Estate, along with my co-host, Teresa Martin, and my partner. Uh, she's uh, out showing property right now this morning. So uh, just being me and our guest today. Uh, our new office is at 207 East Main Street in downtown Pilot Mountain, North Carolina. We serve all your real estate needs in western Piedmont, North Carolina, Southern Virginia. Hey, just give us a shout. We'll help you out. <clears throat> all of our shows are dedicated to the Realtors Land Institute and their members, our members. And our national website is www.rliland.com, rliland.com. Now listen to me. If you're interested in investing or buying land, farms, or ranches, or selling, go to this website and find one of our 2,000 members nationwide or one of our 675 accredited land consultants because we are the specialists because we'll save you money or we'll make you money. So it's your choice, but check the website out and let us know if we can help you. Hey, we'd like to thank our sponsors, LandHub.com. Buying or selling land, LandHub is a place to be. And AcreValue. Looking to find out what your neighbor's property sold for, see acrevalue.com. Hey, by the way, uh, our sponsor of AcreValue, uh, founder Carter Malone is our guest this morning. Good morning, Carter. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing great. We're going to talk about one of your other companies here. Thank you for being our sponsor. But we're going to focus this show on uh, the uh, acre dot, acres, plural, dot com, and, uh, and go from there, right? Okay. Uh, Carter Malone, Malloy, I'm sorry, founder and CEO of Acre Trader, grew up in Arkansas, family farming, and has been a lifelong passion of agricultural investing. At Acre Trader, Carter has led the company to expose growth across the company's two business divisions, including uh, Acre uh, Trader, is that still correct? That's correct. And Acres, acres.com. A, a geospatial, I'm sorry, land research platform. Before finding, founding AcreTrader, he spent five years as part of a founding term of a successful global equity investment firm. Before going in 2013, Carter was a managing director with Stevens, Inc. Who's Stevens, Inc.? Stevens, Inc. is a, a regional, privately-owned uh, investment firm. Okay. Well, I, I, it was a large investment bank. I, I worked there for seven years. Right. Where he was an equity research and analyst focused on data and analytics and property technology sectors. Prior to Stevens, he owned businesses focused on internet marketing and sustainable fuel technologies. Malone graduated from University of Arkansas, go Razorbacks, right, in 2004 with a bachelor's degree in physics. So how did physics get you to all the stuff you're doing? I always, I always find that interesting with my guests, and, and especially in real estate, uh, learning what people do and their backgrounds, and uh, it, it, sometimes it doesn't match up sometimes. How did, how did physics <laughs> really, how does physics relate to, to running these wonderful companies? I believe that physics is just a, uh, all the way problem solving, and, and that's the thing that I really have enjoyed my, my whole life, even as a kid. Uh, growing up in a, in a farming family is totally different problem sets with entrepreneurial mom and uh, dad in, in the world of farming. Uh, then school was great, and, and after that, I spent a dozen years investing in businesses uh, at, a, at a couple of different companies, and you know, basically studying and, and working on problem solving. And that's, that's really what what led me to uh, uh, building out uh, Acres.com and, and AcreTrader. Uh, is that same pursuit of uh, finding solutions where where there are real problems with different industries and trying to help people out. Was the germ of that uh, from just your experience in the um, investment banking business and the other things you did? I mean, how did you even come up with why there was a need for this? So, Acre Trader came first. Uh, so, I was investing in farmland personally. Uh, I knew other people that wanted to do the same. And likely, uh, likewise, I, I knew farmers that were looking to raise capital to expand their business or, or wanted to buy land, I should say, maybe is the easier way to put it. But, you know, land was really expensive, so I would uh, partner up with, with them. So th this, this idea came about really talking to my dad. 
manufacturing capital with farmers. A lot of farmers want to grow, and so we would help them by buying some land, and uh, maybe they can put some money in with us and own a part of the land that they're farming as, as they grow their operation, and, and in a capital-efficient way. So the, the initial problem we were solving, and still are with, with Acre Trader, is, is simply matching capital with farmers. Is that what we call sell-leaseback? Is that that program specifically, or is it more than that? It's, it's usually uh, not. It's usually more the farmer wants to buy a neighboring tract, right? So, okay. Hey, I, I, I'm farming X acres, and I would like to grow the amount of acres I'm farming. I want to buy that tract, but, you know, it's $2 million, uh, and so I need some help buying it. And, uh, bank debt's expensive, super expensive today, and uh, so we can come in and, and be an equity partner alongside the farmer and, and align our incentives. Uh, so it's, it works really well. In the background of that, however, as a business, as we were growing, we found the lack of information and, and transparency in this market to be uh, pretty surprising. Right? There's trillions of dollars worth of farmland in the United States oh, yeah. with a P. So it, it, it's just huge, and it's a, an industry that uh, most of us as Americans love. It's the number one most respected profession is farming. Yet farmers don't have access to the level of data that other industries do. So I'll give you the example. You're, you're a realtor. Uh, the MLS exists. Uh, if you're buying and selling a house, got a pretty good sense of what the home's value is. Uh, same is true in the world of commercial real estate, and the, the ability to get information on assets is there. In land, it's just, it has been a, a fairly opaque market, uh, and, and as a result, uh, a lot of folks get left out. So we, we began building this Acres, which, which you're right, was at acres.com now. We began building that technology three or so years ago because we need the information better to run our business. We quickly realized that uh, there were lots of other people in the world, farmers, brokers, appraisers, land managers, uh, you know, all the way over to, to investors and people uh, building, whatever it may be, lots of people in the business of rural land that need access to more information. So we launched that tool almost exactly a year ago. We've had hundreds of thousands of people sign up on it already. And uh, a large portion of it is free. And then there's a premium and a, an enterprise version as well for folks that are uh, real land professionals and want really deep data. Uh, the enterprise version gives them incredible amounts of information that are right. otherwise I'm going, to I'm going to interject for one second. If you're not driving, please go to the website. I'm on it right now. Acres, it's plural, A-C-R-E-S.com. Pretty simple, acres.com. And you can follow along, uh, especially if you're listening to the podcast and on uh, Spotify or Podbean or even our uh, website, www.letstalkland. But go to Acres acresplural.com and follow along with us because uh, this this is an incredible uh, incredible piece of work right here I'm just looking at your homepage and I love it explore the value of land with confidence stay informed with access to millions of parcels local insights and sales data and you've got an overlay of, of the layers of data that you you source here it's a little bit too far for me to read vegetation overlay soils which is important um, what's the next one? History, yeah, there, there's, history there's a dozen or, evaluation. Yeah, those are yeah. so layers of, of deep data in there. And importantly, we've made it really easy to use. Um, so one, the information, which is really our product, we, we sell intelligence. So we sell information. Uh, so one, the, the information's got to be really good and accurate. And two, it's got to be easy to use. So that's really been some guiding principles for our business since, since day one. And to bring it all that together in one place uh, to easily, uh, relatively speaking, understand and, and value land with, with confidence. I mean, what else is that you wouldn't that you would want to know about land that's not on your site? I mean, uh, I, I mean, I've been doing this for thirty years. It's pretty comprehensive. I mean, soils is to me one of the most important things because people don't realize that even in a forestry growth, your soils are important, uh, just like a regular crop. Uh, you know, and then your um, your um, vegetation patterns, uh, you know, your weather patterns, that's the only thing. You don't have a weather overlay, do you, of history? Uh, we, we don't have weather in here. It's just it's complicated information. makes it a little bit muddy. But we do, as an example, beyond soil scores, we also have timber site index. Yeah, so I saw that. To see how well-suited particular part, parts of any parcel are for growing uh, various, various species. 
And you're you're pulling from all different data sources, I guess, for these overlays, right? We got all kinds of information sources: public, private, purchased. Uh, we've got a team of people here who manually enter data every day. Right. Uh, so we're going out and finding comparable sales, you know, all the way down to. Uh, we have some counties that mail us CD-ROMs with all the deed and comparable sale information. So we, we have to like, go out and buy yeah, a yeah. CD-ROM reader to be able to get this data uh, into the cloud. So it's it's quite a quite a chore, but, but one that we are proud to do, so we can bring more information and transparency to this market. And, and the important point there is this is current data. This isn't like information from a year ago, or two years ago, or five-year trends, or like the USDA annual report. This is this is live stuff. This is what's going on this week, last week, the week before, auctions, transfers, uh, uh, you know. And it's crazy. Carter blows my mind the price of land now, especially farmland. I mean, I'm seeing Class A, you know, Midwest uh, uh, blocks going out there for forty thousand an acre. That five years ago, I, you know, we always talk about this in our land conference, uh, but. Uh, uh, you know, we were saying, well, God, it just made 8000 an acre. And two years before that, it was 4000 And then it was fifteen. Then it was twenty five, And I saw a couple uh, couple tracks that, that sold for 40000 an acre. What the hell is going on out there? <laughs> you know, what, what we do see is the, the mathematical term is like standard deviation, right? So uh, we see a pretty wide standard deviation, especially in places like, like Iowa, where you, you have some neighbors and, you know, come – uh, that doesn't matter. They're, they're going to pay because they are going to acquire that tract of land and they'll pay any price. And so uh, we, we would call that emotional buying. That's not necessarily indicative of... Yeah, but how can you run the numbers on this? With the cost I, of fuel, I, the cost I, of... I have no idea, Lou. <laughs> Somebody knows. But here, here's the thing. You, you, you own some land. Sometimes you don't even want to run the numbers. It is, uh, hey, I, I want that piece of land. It touches mine. And nobody's getting in my way. Well, you know... <laughs> Carter, you know this as well as I do. When a parcel of property comes up next to yours and it hadn't been on the market in 200 years, if you don't buy it, you'll never get a chance to buy it because somebody else is going to buy it and yeah. they're going to keep it for a while. So there's, exactly that, right. there's that urgency out there, especially if you want to expand locally uh, and you know, do assemblage to your current property. Wow, this is crazy stuff. But, uh, hey, wherever it is, it's wherever it is. We'll just follow the... Well, to, to, to that end... Publishing indices, uh, so we've got the price index on uh, various soil types and soil classes across. I think we're doing eight states so far, and we'll continue to add more and more states. But we're doing those uh, indexes or uh, those trend reports based on real data. So these aren't surveys of "Hey, what's land worth?" This is us observing uh, tens of billions of dollars of sales and then putting out uh, real, real economic research benefits. A PhD. Uh, data scientists here that helps to publish this stuff so that we can, again, just help bring transparency and help people know you probably should not pay $40,000 yeah. an acre. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, you know, comparable sales, it blows my mind. You know, I mean, I, I sell a lot of land, and, of course, uh, a lot of it's cash, uh, but, uh, you know, when it's financed through farm credit, which is a national banking specializing in farms, um, uh, it's going to have an appraisal. And I don't know how they comp this stuff because I can't find the comps. And it's $5,000 more than anything selling out there, and they, they approve it. I, I don't understand. That's, that's, another, that's another radio show, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Golly. But um, it, it, it's uh, it, kudos to you guys. Uh, it's so impressive what you're doing. I don't think anybody out there can compete with, with your site and the work and the assemblage of information that you guys are putting together, because I know everybody out there and what they're doing, pretty much. Uh, and uh, But uh, kudos to you guys, and uh, uh, we're going to learn more about uh, Acres Value after this break here. Um, our guest today, and a good friend, is Carter Maloney. He's the founder and CEO of Acre Trader and also AcresPlural.com. And this is Let's Talk Land. Hey, we'd like to thank our sponsors, LandHub.com. If you'd like to Buying or selling land, LandHub is a place to be, and of course, Acre Value. Uh, and we got the chief here looking to find out what your neighbor's property sold for. It's acrevalue.com. And by the way, uh, that particular part of the site is free. So if you can get Snoopy, go to acrevalue.com.
So if you're not driving, go to acres, plural, acres, dot com and follow us along. Our guest today is Carter Malloy, uh, founder and CEO, and, uh, uh, and uh, we're going to find out what this is all about because uh, it, it, it flips my lid, uh, uh, all the stuff on here. I, I can't believe the technology today. Carter, um, you know, I go back 30 years in this business and used to have to drive to the courthouse. Uh, in my case, I'm in two counties right here uh, that I serve mostly. And, you know, it's 25-, 30-minute drive, and then you get there and you go down the basement to the mapping office, and they'd have filing cabinets with uh, little index cards, and you would look up the property owner, you know, like your name, and find out the particular property that you're going to list or you're doing research on. And it would give you some index numbers to uh, some mylars that were in, uh, in standing racks. And you would go pull the mylar, and sometimes if it's a big track or if it's, even if it's a small track, it might be on two, two plates. And you pull those, uh, those mylars and give it to the mapping guy, and they would take some uh, photosensitive paper, yellow paper, and uh, run it through a black light, make a blueprint of the tax map. So whoopee, now you know where it is because there weren't any computers back then. Uh, and then I'd bring it back and I bought a whole series of the uh, Corps of Engineers uh, topography maps. So, and fortunately they were to scale. And uh, I had a big plate glass window and I would take the uh, topography map and tape it up and then I would take the uh, aerial map uh, and, and sandwich it on top. And then I would painstakingly take a number two pencil and draw the contour lines to uh, see the topography of the property. My, how things have changed. But I think we can save you a little bit of time, Lou. Uh, I think you could, too, and some money as well. But, um, <laughs> you know, I've been doing this show. I'm in my sixth year. Uh, your podcast, 214, and we had you back on. I think it was 202. I don't, can't remember, but if you go to the website, uh, we had you and your partner on. Uh, and I just wanted to get you back and do some updates today, uh, and because things are moving moving fast. Uh, but uh, uh, let me ask you a question: With this artificial intelligence, uh, uh, how's that going to affect what you guys are doing and your your company, if it, if at all? I don't know yet. Is is the real answer? Uh, I can I can you know, have plenty of conjecture on the subject, but. What are your thoughts? To, to, to make it very brief, uh, to answer that question, I, I use large language models every day in my job to help me with research. Uh, and I can begin to see places where some of the advanced search technologies and vector databases, not to get too far into it, can be helpful in our world. What I don't see is robots telling me what a piece of land is worth. Right. Not even close. Yeah. And, and, you know, in the world of residential real estate, they've got plenty of models or algorithms, now they call it machine learning, uh, called, you know, called AVMs, Automated Valuation Models. And I just don't see that working well in our world today with, with what's out there um, because of the various idiosyncrasies that exist parcel to parcel with land and, and the number of variables that, that drive that pricing. So I, I, I think that having tools, and look, we, we employ some machine learning and AI tools within our business, right. they're helpful. But, I, but what I want to be cautious of is the idea that AI is going to solve our problems or that I can tell a computer, hey, what's this worth? And they'll give me any remotely reasonable answer. In, in, instead, it's something that, you know, it's another, another tool in our, our tool set. But the models don't work unless they have amazing data. And so step number one is build your foundational data and make that really useful. Sure. And that's what we're focused on almost entirely as a business. Right. How do we how do we get and produce really high quality data uh, that we can continue to grow? And as those data sets grow and provide foundational data for, for informed models, we can tell you more and more. Uh, though I still uh, I don't see any point in the near future where uh, computers are going to tell us what land is worth, and I sure don't see a world where computers replace services, right? So folks that are helping people buy and sell land, uh, I think it's absolutely necessary to have a professional in the industry guide you uh, in the buying and selling process. But it could speed things up for you, couldn't it, in terms of collecting data and, 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 and processing it? It, 
does today. We 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 employ uh, every tool we can find to help us help us gather information and process information. So uh, yeah, we're we're there. So can it make a business more efficient? Yes. Um, is it going to replace you and me professionally uh, and or people in our in our industry? I, I I don't see that today. Yeah, I don't either, and I agree with you totally. I was just curious your thoughts of it. Uh, you know, because it will it will affect a lot of things, but uh, like you said, this is this is a hands-on, uh, you know, uh, type thing. Uh, I mean, uh, somebody's got to be out there collecting the data, and uh, and somebody's got to put it together. And you know, I mean, like my soil scientist for 30 years, Joe Hinton. I'll give you my kudos here, uh, but um, just soils out of Elon, North Carolina. But he's mapped most of the state of North Carolina over his 30, well, 40 years of experience now. But uh, I'm sure there's still areas that the uh, hands-on auger out in the soil, uh, getting the stratus and so on, uh, you know, the old handwork is still valuable. And, you know, I'm sure there's satellite uh, imagery that can detect with uh, infrared and all uh, the other types of, uh, of sourcing, uh, like they analyze planets and stars, you know, they can do part of that too. But I think the, the human aspect of it is still critical and important to, you know, to... Uh, Verify the information. So, who are the customers, and what do they find valuable within the uh, Acres.com product? So, our, our customers are anybody in the business of land, right? So, whether you're a, a farmer or a, a broker or a, uh, somebody that's recreational land user, uh, appraisers, banks, investors, uh, you you name it, any, anybody in the business of rural land, anybody that deals. Uh, especially anyone that's considering a transaction in rural land, uh, finds a lot of use in the tool. And I could say probably some of your um, educational sources, uh, your uh, agricultural institutions like Texas A&M or, uh, you know, the different uh, ag colleges and universities around, uh, a lot of the professors, I'm sure uh, this would be some helpful information in some of the modeling that they're doing to educate the uh, future farmers of the world. So what, so what kind of problems are you actually, you're, I mean, the, what do you consider the real problems in, in what you're doing, that you're solving the problems and helping people understand? Are there any specific areas that, that's hot, I mean, that's, that's repetitive, that's uh, demanded? Yeah, I, I think what, what we really solve, first is like big picture, leveling the playing field and bringing transparency to, to this asset class of, of land and, and rural land. So th that's the big one, is that we just believe that more information provides for a, a better functioning market. Specifically to the users then, some of the problems we solve, we, we save you a ton of time um, with, with real-time access to uh, land data, land data uh, to make decisions there. We provide folks more confidence around those decisions, uh, and then we uh, provide them Lots of information uh, and, and context around that in a, in a private, highly secure uh, environment uh, so that they can look ultimately save money, make money, save time, right? That's, that's what we're really here to help people do. And on your site, you're talking about local insights, and that's what we're speaking of right now, right? Being able to get that, right. that personal information, collecting it and distributing it to the people that need it. So what type of competitive edge does Acres.com provide your customers? Do you have any competition out there? I can't see that you do. Uh, maybe there's something there, I'm missing. There, there, yeah, so one of the, there, there are several good point solutions out there that solve individual components of what we, what we do. But not in total, right? So that, That's correct. So we'll often see folks consolidate and say, hey, I've got three different software subscriptions. I can cancel all of those and just have one with you. Right. Uh, so, so certainly that helps <clears throat> having one place to get all your information. Uh, also, look, just helps you. Our platform's here to help you move faster with, with modern technology, help people keep up with what's going on in their markets, help them keep up with their competitors, uh, and, and ultimately help people win market share. Right. Well, I can see this in a, especially in an auction situation, which are a lot of you know auctions very popular, and the live auctions you know that's the hot thing now. You don't physically have to be there. And it's kind of interesting because, you know, in a live auction, I can see Carter's over there, and I know he's interested in the same parcel I'm interested in. 
and I'm kind of watching his moves and watching his bids, you know, and I can play that game. But when you do online auctions, you have no idea who's bidding on it. That's all, you know, it's online. It's confidential. So it changes the dynamics of it. And the person that's using acres.com, in my opinion, I would think would have an edge on a person that doesn't have the information. Uh, and they'll know what level they need to be at to uh, procure the property. So, uh, sure. I, yeah, I, by the way, you can also use our app. Yeah. Um, so we got Yeah, I saw that. There's a mo- mobile app as well. So, so you if you're on site. Take it in your pocket with you to the auction. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, in the last couple of years, and I haven't seen this in 30 years, you're getting multiple offers. The housing market, it was not that unusual to put a home on the market. And within the first hour, you're getting offers. And by the end of the day, you got five or six. And two days later, you got 20 for the same property. And uh, I can see that now, uh, land uh, for the last couple of years, uh, you know, not in all cases and not as frequent, but uh, certain certain pro- properties are getting multiple offers. And I wonder the research that these people do and how they get the confidence to uh, to engage themselves in, in trying to, to uh, procure that property. You got it. I, I think, uh, you know, again, that's, when there's multiple offers, when there's real competition out there, you've got uh, the edge. That is really what we're yeah. here to do. It's just yeah. better information helps you make decisions better. Yeah, I mean, it's it's you know it's it's akin to commercial uh, sales, I guess, where you look at cap rates, internal rates of return, and when you're especially looking at cropland, timberland, you know that that same uh, methodology applies, and uh, you're trying to future that property if you buy it. What's going to be my return on it? Uh, so. Uh, and there's so many variables, like you said, it's incredible uh, how many there are to be able to make that right decision, unless you're Bill Gates or Ted Turner or somebody like that, and they just go, uh, I'm sure they got a team that's doing the same thing, too. But I hope they're using your site. <clears throat> but uh, So we talked about that a little bit, the competitive edge that uh, you provide your customers. And, and like I said, the, the uh, complexity and the uh, amount of information that you're providing a user is uh, unprecedented, I, in my opinion. I, like I said, I haven't seen anything out there uh, that, that uh, carries. I mean, is there anything that's missing, Any anything that you're working on that might add another layer uh, to your site? Oh, yeah. Oh, man, our teams are very hard at work. Um, anything you want to talk yeah. about that you're working um, on? Lots more value around financial information. Okay. And we're also going to be bringing lots more value to brokers. Um, and, and in what way? People who want, um, I'm not sure I want to fully reveal other mistakes. Oh, come on. We're friends. Excited. Well, you have to tell <laughs> me when we're off air. <laughs> yeah, like, look, our, you can find a lot more information on every parcel of land uh, around financial data. Right. Uh, as well as well as be able to go in and customize what's on the map uh, in, in pretty heavy ways. So helping folks to market properties better uh, is something that we're, we're pretty intensely focused on uh, to, to help people build better collateral. And again, it's all, all around the central idea of bringing transparency to America's greatest asset. Well, it is America's greatest asset. It's probably the largest asset of all assets, isn't it, uh, in, in land? It's the number uh, one. In terms of real, in terms of real estate, in terms of wealth, I'm talking slightly, about slightly smaller than multifamily housing. Okay, um, but it, it's bigger. To put it in context, farmland is bigger than all the office buildings in the U.S. combined. And like we talk about, it's trillions. And people don't realize this. There's only three percent, roughly, because I teach this in my classes, of the land mass in the United States uh, that is uh, that is urbanized. The rest of it's rural land, or parks and so on. But it's uh, you know the, the urban part of the uh, of the spectrum is, is very very small. So um, anyway, hey, we got our buddy and great guest here, Cardi Malone, founder and CEO of Acre Trader and Acres.com, and we'd like to thank our sponsors this morning, uh, Landhub. View thousands of properties for sale at Landhub.com, and Acre Value. If you want to know who owns the field down the road, or what it sold for last year. The best place to research land, and one portion of that is all free, and that's acrevalue.com. We appreciate their support. Okay, so 
If you're not driving, I want you to go to this website. And our topic today is acres, A-C-R-E-S, it's plural.com. And you can follow us along on Spotify, Podbeam, or our master website, www.letstalkland. Uh, and uh, we'll tell you some other ways to source our shows, too, later. But, uh, uh, Carter, we're just having a great time this morning. And um, I, I love what you're doing. And I want to share it with my audience. Uh, and because uh, and, uh, we want to keep everybody up to speed on what's going on out there. And uh, hopefully we'll help you... Uh, Identify some users out there that you can help, and that's what it's all about, helping each other. Love it. Appreciate that. Yes, sir. You're more than welcome. Why is transparency in the land market important? For, for a number of reasons. I think ultimately better information yields better decision-making yeah. for people participating in any market. Right? So I don't know. I, 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 uh, I like it when the when the playing field is level among the players. And uh, so some people would disagree with that statement, but uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm very committed. Like, like we're, you know, I've got a couple six and eight-year-old kids at home, and the same is true at home. Like, honesty is the, the best medicine for anything. Like, let's just be open with one another. I feel, feel the same way about any, any type of market. Uh, the, the transparency helps make things more efficient and helps us make better decisions. This is real certified data that you're putting together here. This isn't uh, somebody's makeup stuff. This is actual what's going on out there in the market, uh, simulating it and collecting it and distributing it back to the users. And uh, that's so refreshing. You know, interesting, Carter, I had a young lady on from Australia. This is an international show, and I move around the world uh, for shows. And, um, and, uh, uh, she caught my eye in doing my research and that uh, she was actually, her and her partner uh, was now investing their their uh, money and their, their uh, uh, into uh, land in the United States. And in our dissertation and conversation, uh, she disclosed that uh, the reason why they weren't investing in Australia is she said it's so close, she said we can only get 10% of the information that we can get here in the United States because it's all private. And uh, they started out investing in homes, <laughs> which didn't last long. She said, she said the last one, she said the workers quit. Uh, people kept stealing equipment and stealing materials. And by the time we finally liquidated it, we lost money. And she said, there's got to be a better way. And she had a real good agent in Florida that was helping her. And he said, what about land? So they started doing that a couple years ago. And they're very successful at it. But I said, why the United States? And she said, well, we studied the different countries around the world uh, where to invest in, in, in real estate, specifically land, and the United States had more information and easier to operate in than any place in the world uh, because of the transparency and because of sites like yours, uh, acres.com. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Well, that's, that's fascinating to hear. I, I still feel like we're so far behind as a country. Uh, so maybe we're doing better than the obvious. Uh, based on her observation, I'd say absolutely not. I think we're ahead. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm going to invite a couple of other folks around the world and see what their perspective is. Uh, you know, in the real estate industry, we have an organization called FIATSI. That's an acronym. But it's the uh, real estate agents around the world collectively networking and, and, uh, and doing international trades. And land is becoming more and more important in their portfolios now. As time goes on, people are starting to realize, you know, we only have so much out there. And, uh, you know, that's one of the questions I've got for you. Why is keeping farmland in production crucial? Uh, the idea is uh, fairly simple. We all got to eat. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, duh. Like, uh, it grows food, fuel, and fiber. These are, these are things that are necessary for our survival. Um, so I, I think, like, and, and by the way, like, there's more of it world continues to grow, the population continues to expand. So, uh, I don't know, I've just grown up in the world of farmland, and uh, I love what we do in the industry, because uh, it's crucial to, to our survival, and, and it's, a, it's just really cool. There's a lot of, you know, the core ideas of our industry, and, and uh, agriculture is something that's in all of our bones, right? I hear people all the time, like, oh, yeah, my, my uh, dad was a farmer, my grandmother was a farmer, 
but the reality is, is like you go up any ancestral line, and at some point, even if you go back thousands of years, uh, we were all farmers at one point. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's just something that's in our in our bones. Yeah, it's a it's a really fun industry, and uh, we we gotta gotta keep pushing uh, to to make sure that the world is fed. Well, my mother's family is a prime example. Um, uh, there were ten children. Mother was the oldest lady. She had a brother older, and uh, uh, my great grandfather and grandfather between 1909 and 1929 bought 18 tracts of land, non-contiguous, uh, but uh, uh, some of them were they assembled, but all in that immediate area. I mean, within within a mile radius, and we, as a couple months ago, uh, actually cut out a piece of it and. Uh, and uh, the recipient was another sixth-generation member of the family. And not one inch of that land has ever been sold to anyone outside the family. And uh, so I'm kind of proud of that. But farming, you know, every time I go by there, I thank the Lord for the gift that he gave our family. Uh, my church is just down the road, so it's this beautiful setting, panoramic view of the Blue Ridge Parkway, 180 degrees. I mean, just setting you wouldn't believe. And these cultivated fields of soy and, and tobacco and, and corn uh, and grass, uh, uh, it, just, it, just, it just blows your mind when you uh, crest the hill there and looking at that view and thinking about all my ancestors there over the years. And I don't think they knew what they had in terms of a visual beauty, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's educated, it's, it's uh, fed, it's uh, housed uh, our family for uh, six generations now. And, uh, you know, so, and, th and that was all, uh, you know, we had a, a dairy farm, uh, we, we had, uh, of course, cows and, and then the products, but, but uh, got 12 chicken houses now, one of my great-nephews great uh, and his brother uh, have now closed the dairy farm and they have uh, 12 chicken houses, which is popular in this area. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, I don't know, it's something about that, that and you came, you came from a, a, a farming family. So, uh, you know, you've got your stories about that, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm over here in Arkansas. It's a, a little bit different, but the, the values and the beauty and uh, the outcomes are, are very, very similar. So, um, let's see. You know, on your website, you know, you, you discuss your, uh, your new uh, geospatial tools. And the value it adds, and you explore the land values uh, with confidence. We can see that it it, uh, it shows in, uh, on every page. Uh, landowners can view landowner names, addresses, and acreage for over a million U.S. properties. Is that all? <laughs> Very nearby land ah. listings to find the oasis or operation. T tune in on any things you want to uh, expand upon. I mean, over a million properties. This is from your last show. I'm sure you probably got more than that now. We we do, and I think you know something earlier that's really important as well, which is that the data is very current, it's very contextual, and it has lots of coverage, right? So we're not selling you one state of information. We're not uh, selling information that cop sales from a year ago. We have those, but uh, you mentioned earlier we're we're updating this. We have people manually putting in comps every single day, so we have a comp from the system as recent as yesterday. Carter, is this certainly is last. Is this the is this the forty eight acre uh, forty eight states or are you going uh, Hawaii and Alaska or is you just concentrating and is this is your data coming for all the lower forty eight as we call it? We are the lower forty eight today, uh, but we don't want to leave out our friends in, in Alaska and Hawaii either. So uh, Alaska is pretty interesting. We're starting to do How's that? Of, uh, farming there, so it's pretty interesting. They have here as well. Really, I haven't done any shows in Alaska. I've got to do one. Find out what's going on up there. Not very, other than the physical beauty of it, and it's got a lot of oil reserves, <laughs> and it's cold, and uh, you don't have a lot of daylight. I don't know a whole lot about it, so uh, I'll see if I can find somebody up that way that can uh, enlighten me. Are you planning to go outside the country with your process? At, at some point. Uh, we're, we're not there today. There's so, many, so much more to do here in the U.S., but uh, this is our, our primary focus. What are you not doing that you'd like to do? A lot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's, there, there's a whole lot that we want to do. I think there's a lot of additional value that can be brought to this market. Uh, 
still a lot in front of us. I, I'm sorry, I'm cleaning up my last statement. We do have information in Alaska and Hawaii. Uh, and it's 50 states, not 48. So clear, clear myself up there. Uh, but I think you know what's what's important for us as a business is to remain focused on the problems uh, that our customers have. And, and as long as we continuously provide people value in ways that they are seeking, and in some surprising ways, uh, then we'll keep growing our business. And I'm sure your customers are giving you feedback, and that's stimulating. Oh yeah, well we probably should be working on that. Uh, help help to grow because you know that's good input when you get feedback. Every, every day, that's that's what we always ask for. It's like we, we love if you love the tool, it's great. Tell us about it, but we really love it when you when you tell us your complaints or things you think should be better about it. Sure. That, that just you know uh, critical feedback allows us to get better. Yeah, can I see? You can use Steve Robertson's MapRight.com, who's one of our sponsors of the Realtors Land Institute. And, uh, boy, I remember when Steve first started, and it's amazing, like you guys, uh, how the technology of uh, their site uh, and a lot, a, lot of the, uh, a lot of the land sites are uh, using MapRight. Uh, he's just uh, set the world of fire out there. And he keeps expanding, and he's now gone from MapRight to uh, Land ID. I'm giving Steve a little kudos, if that's okay, interrupting your show. But, um, of course, no, we're, we're fans of him and, and fans of his business for sure. So yeah, Steve's the best. Help the industry as well. So. Absolutely. And that's what I love about our RLI conferences. I'm sure you'll be in uh, Louisville uh, coming up in March. We have uh, over 20 years of once a year uh, the Realtors Land Institute members get together and sponsors uh, like acres.com. Uh, and, uh, and we have just a grand time. Uh, and network and what a beautiful it's like a family reunion getting together and I always love seeing you guys and, and your staff you got some of the best staff guys you guys you guys have too much fun at these damn conventions um, <laughs> thank you I'm lucky to work with some pretty amazing people yeah you do you got a great staff um, you know another thing that, that we haven't talked about uh, and I've done a couple shows on this but um, um one of them is uh, being able to see problem areas of vegetation health and growth patterns and even animal. I had a uh, show early on, maybe my second year, of a gentleman that, uh, that uh, got a degree in uh, meteorology and, uh, and uh, did his understudy work with NASA. And at the time he was doing his understudy, that's when they were doing the first satellite imagery uh, in the world. And so from the ground up, uh, over the years, he started his own company that's been running for a number of years. And they're providing something that nobody else is because he has access to all of the old technology mappings and also the new stuff. And one of the things that he markets, markets to and sells is the migration of animals uh, and uh, how it's affecting the uh, growth pattern in terms of vegetation or pollutants or even uh, the tracking uh, uh, development of uh, 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 urban crawl and going back 20 years and look at the uh, aerial overlay. Uh, if you want, uh, I'll get you a contact with him. It might, might be some information that would be helpful to you guys because uh, what he's doing is showing the history, uh, not only the ag production, but the erosion and other factors uh, in specific areas uh, uh, for control purposes. So uh, remind me and I'll hook you up with him. That could be something to... Uh, Help you out. We're always interested to learn more. So that's well, that's important. important. Again, when you're looking at, I would think if I'm investing two million dollars in a piece of dirt, you know, I want I want to know some history of it. You know, I mean, is it in an earthquake area or has it got sinkholes? Uh, I mean, you know, what's the history of this property? What about the vegetation change? You know, you were looking at growth 20 years ago or 50 years ago. Uh, uh, with one perspective, and now you're uh, taking that data and seeing what it is today. Well, what changed that, and what's the future look like? So you can future the the, uh, the potential of the property. In my opinion, it would be uh, uh, interesting. You got it. So you dig up soils maps and predict the potential, and this is kind of what we're talking about. Uh, you predict the potential of farmland. With the data of over 2,000, I mean, I'm sorry, 20,000 soil types. Boy, I didn't realize there's that many. I knew there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think what we're looking for in those is keywords, right? So yeah. things like filthy loam and clay. Uh, and, and the good news is there's just some 
also helps you to classify those, shows you the mix of each piece of land. And then we provide the state-specific soil scores. Uh, so the national score, score of NCCPI, uh, but then within each individual state, we'll show right. you if they have a state score, like the California or Indiana. And, and some states, Iowa, some states have more data than other states uh, in terms of their technology too. So, you know, to to balance the system, there, you know, you're you're uh, having to put a few caveats, I guess, in there to explain why this this information is not available. Contact your local senator. Uh, but, <laughs> exactly. I mean, duh. But um, I, I want to move a little bit. Uh, we've got another uh, probably ten minutes here, um, and um, I'd like to move. It's okay with you on your site specific, um, you've got on, I believe, second or third page, I uh, can't reach the laptop over here uh, without disturbing the microphone, and we don't want to interrupt people. But you've got on there, you're talking about plat maps, learn how to navigate uh, the main plat map on acres, and you've got these tutorials that go along with these, uh, which is fascinating. It's great. I love Steve. Steve does that with his uh, with uh, land ID. Uh, shows you how to use the different parts of the site. But... Uh, uh, anything specific about that, your plat map navigation? And that's, I guess, coming from, uh, is that coming from Steve's data, some of it? We, uh, the information we have comes from county courthouses. Okay. So that's both through through third-party compilers of that information where we purchase that data. Right. Uh, as well as direct, directly from our team going into those courthouses where we can to extract data directly. Uh, so that, that's things like exactly plat maps and parcels and... Uh, parcel numbers and ownership histories and prices paid and uh, any, any of that type of information we can extract, we'll, we'll show it. Uh, that soon comes also like mortgage. If there's a mortgage lien attached, we can show that there. So, um, so you know, again, the idea is just to make it all super easy to discover. Yeah, I was showing some properties in Coastal a couple of weeks ago. It's like a little 17-acre track, and they wanted to walk the lines, and it's all wooded track. And, and uh, kind of thick in places, but because uh, it had been timbered about 15 years ago. But, uh, you know, we're walking one property line. I keep seeing these stakes, right? Like every couple hundred feet, there's another stake, another stake, another stake. And I'm looking at the aerial map, and it has road frontage in two places. And then I had another map that I printed, which was from MapRite, and it was, uh, it was a continuous parcel that was more than 17 acres. And what had happened was, Recently, they'd have been surveyed out into lots. So I sent it to Steve. I said, what the hell's going on here? He said, well, we're trying. But every time something's divided up, you know, we, we got to refresh and do stuff. So, you know, I guess you guys run into that, too, having current information. Yeah, we, we all do. Right? I'm, I'm very proud of our team in that we do so every month. Uh, so we, we have a high cadence of, of update, uh, as well as data quality. So. Sure. We, we feel as though we, we do the best we can with sometimes limited data. So some courthouses are really great, and they are fresh, and everything is uh, perfect. And then there's the rest of the courthouses. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, sure. It, it takes them a while to get things updated, yeah. if they ever even do. Uh, well. Sometimes there are data quality issues, but that will be, uh, you know, that, 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 that local, local level, uh, the amount of information we're able to get from them. Again, on your site, acres.com, plural, acres.com, you've got the next issue there is Saved Land Dashboard. Learn how to navigate and use the Saved Land Dashboard. What, what's that, uh, Carter? Yeah, that's a really fun part of, of our tool and one that I, I alluded to earlier is about to see some very major enhancements. Uh, the, the idea there is if you own one tract or you own 100, you can save it down and manage it in one place. So you can store files associated with that. So you have like a Dropbox there. You can go draw on it and uh, put all your information in one central, easy-to-manage wow. app. Wow, that's uh, so. So it's a really cool way to I like that. all your data in one place. Yeah, I like yeah, that. And if you're, if you're creating listings, if you're a broker, it's a great way to do that. If you're managing a portfolio of land, it's great. If you're looking to buy land, you can come in and we have listings on the site. Okay. So Save listings. So, hey, I've saved these three listings. I'm going to go. But it goes directly to your box, right? Uh, yeah. exactly. Wow, that's fascinating. I haven't had a chance to play with your site, and I apologize. I should have. I didn't have time before your show today. Um, and then you've got a premium section. Learn how to make the most of Baker's premium features. What are those? You've got three categories. You got a free category, 
and then you've got a uh, you've got three different categories of um, of uh, accessing your information. So what's the, what's the premium? That's right. So each of those categories, uh, free, premium, and enterprise, right. provide varying levels of, of information and functionality. So the, the free one, which is literally free, uh, go create an account right now, it provides a, a base level of information to folks who are casually looking at land, or maybe, maybe they want to go surf listings or uh, you know, draw, uh, draw out boundaries and maps and things like that they can share with their friends where their, their uh, stand is. Premium version then is, all right, I'm, I'm a little more serious about land. I want real data around transactions and ownership and histories and be able to dig in and see uh, satellite imagery as an example and go back uh, a dozen years or more sometimes and see uh, satellite history for how this piece of land has evolved. Uh, and, and then enterprise is for the true professionals. So uh, people like, like uh, land brokers that are involved every day or appraisers or financing institutions. Uh, and, and, Frankly, people in all kinds of industries we never thought about. Hmm. Uh, but the folks that want to get really rich, detailed data, and, and you know, we're using the tool on a, on a very regular basis. Okay. And then what's the third one? Uh, that, that's the third, the enterprise, sorry. So free is free, premium, provide tools for people that are a little more serious. Enterprise is for your true land professionals, brokers and folks like that. Okay. So you've got on there, you've got a chart showing each of the levels and what it provides, what services it provides based on that particular program, which is laid out really nice. So uh, you can kind of pick and choose based on uh, your needs and your interests and your curiosity, because this is one of those sites you can get real curious about, you know. What's going on in my neighborhood? What's going on? You know, what's prices? Blah, 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 blah. It's so much information. Unbelievable. And then and, I like... And you can have a lot of fun for free, you know. There's plenty of fun yeah. there yeah. for free. And then you got uh, frequently asked questions, and I'm sure you get a lot of those where people can, you know, go in and see similar questions and get answers and so on. Of course, they can contact you, your company, and, and uh, directly, and, and uh, I'm sure you got a staff person that can walk them through or help them with uh, whatever their, their needs are. That, that we do. we got a team here to answer questions and help people anytime. Well, I am so impressed. Uh, it's uh, uh, And I hope the uh, listing audience takes a few minutes and – at their leisure and goes to your site, uh, if they have any interest, or they're just curious. I mean, it's, you know, if you're bored, this is a great site to be unbored, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> just to go have some fun, uh, but uh, but learn too, and that's what it's all about. So, um, so what are we missing? We only got a couple more minutes, three or four more minutes here. What makes you get up in the morning, Carter, beside the alarm clock? really the thing that is the most exciting about this job. I, of course, love working on the, the problems of our industry. I love our industry itself. But I'm just really, really fortunate to get to work with a team of yeah. brilliant people who are good human beings, who, who care about what we're doing. And frankly, they're just a lot of fun. So uh, I'm, I'm very lucky that I get to come to the office full of people that I enjoy, uh, and we, we all have a, a pretty great time at work. Well, I know. Uh, several of your friends' staff, your staff friends, and their friends, they're not just staff. And the way you treat your company employees, is I, I watch from the outside. And they, you know, you make you keep everybody happy and keep them charged up. You do a great job. But uh, how many people in your company? Uh, around 60. Good gracious. Are they all in one location? You got them scattered around? Just about everybody is here in, in Fayetteville, Arkansas. We've got a, got a few folks scattered around, uh, software developers and things like that. But we, we really like working in an office. Call, call me call me old school or crazy, but uh, I, I do like sitting with people who, who, who I work with today. So if you're looking for a great job opportunity, uh, you know, if this is uh, might be a company if you're interested in what they're doing and have something to contribute to, uh, that may be of interest, and you can contact Carter or someone in his company, and uh, I'm sure you're always looking for, for a few other good men and women out there to um, add to add to the uh, add to the goal here of providing uh, unlimited information. Uh, I say unlimited. I'm sure there's probably if there's something that's not out there, you've probably already found it. You're going to have it here pretty soon. We have to get you back on the show to update. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We're we're always working. On uh, Carter doesn't let grass grow under his feet. I've, I I can tell you that for sure. You're uh, 
you're quite enthusiastic about what you're doing, and I hope with my uh, my new land company that I'm putting together, Land School internationally, that uh, I can create the same result. Uh, that's my goal anyway. But uh, you set quite an example. Excited to learn about it, Lou. Well, you set quite an example out there for our industry, and you you're one of the top guys out there in, in your firm. So, uh, I mean, that's that's my opinion, and I'm sure it's shared with others. So. Um, yeah. Um, so we got about uh, three more minutes. Where do you want to cover? What What have we missed about what you're doing in your site, or where you're going, or you got a good war story? Um. Let's see. I, I think we've we've covered you know most of what we do as a business, the problems right. we're solving, the things we're we're excited about. So uh, I, I feel like it's been been a well used time today. Certainly appreciated. Well, no, you're more than uh, well, So I think, yeah, we've, we've uh, in terms of stories, there's a guy on our team. Here's a funny one. There's a person on our team uh, who was sending me an email just before we started. Somehow, he, he really does not like conferences. You're talking about meeting people at conferences. Right. There's one guy who does, does not, I love going to conferences. I think it's great. There's one guy here who does not like going, and somehow, somehow he's been at uh, two in the last two weeks. <laughs> He was giving me grief before I got out of college. Said I want to please let me stay home the rest of the year. So I think I may I may be out of some conferences. I may see you. There you go. I mean, did, you don't have people working at home. Most of your most of your employees come in. You know that's the trend, I guess, because of the COVID virus. But most of your, most of your most of your employees are are staff uh, or friends, uh, friendly staff or uh, on site, I guess, to help out. Some of them are, are my, my dearest friends. The guy I'm just talking about, joking, is um, having dinner with him tomorrow for his birthday. Uh, so I, I'm just lucky to work with some amazing people. And that right. at, we, we are big in office culture. We, look, being able to stand up and go speak to your neighbor uh, in the office about something is pretty quick and convenient versus, hey, let's set up a meeting and a call and yeah. talk about it in two days. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, kudos to you, buddy, and congratulations. And- uh, wish you a lot of continued success because uh, what you're doing is uh, important uh, uh, in the scheme of things uh, because the world's changing rapidly and we got to keep up with it. It's amazing how quick things are moving. And uh, I, I mean, I'm looking back 30 years and like I gave this story about going to the mapping office and the technology today. Uh, and it's, uh, it's uh, I don't know, it's, uh, I'm 74 years old. We'll see what happens uh, in, the, in the future for me. But. Uh, I get up every morning and charged and ready to go. If you love the Lord and love what you do, it's pretty easy to. People say you're going to work today. I said, hell, I haven't worked in 30 years. I, I don't consider what I do work. Uh, I love helping people. <laughs> so how do they get in touch with you? We'll close it out here. I'm easy to find. Uh, our business is acres.com. You said earlier, A-C-R-E-S, acres.com. Uh, tons of great free information there, and uh, you can dig in further if you want to. All right, buddy. All right. Thank you for joining us today. Let us know how you like the show. All questions and comments are welcome. This show is for the public and most importantly for real estate agents who do not have a source of land education. Pretty hard out there, but I'm getting ready to solve that problem. All shows can be found on our master website, www.letstalkland.net. That's .net. Also on Spotify and Podbean. And my email is lou, L-O-U, at mylandpro.com. My cell phone number is 336-669-1405. Our company website is www.mylandpro.com. And you're welcome to go there. We service North Carolina, uh, Western Piedmont, and Southern Virginia, licensed in two states. Hey, we'd like to thank our sponsors this morning, landhub.com. Are you looking to buy or sell land? Landhub.com previews thousands of properties nationwide. That's landhub.com, and Kevin, the owner, they just updated their site, and it is incredibly fast and a lot of information there. And, of course, Acre Value, if you want to know who owns the field down the road or what it sold for last year, the best places to research land, it's all free uh, for acrevalue.com. Rodney, how do they get in touch with us here? Well, Lou, they can go to our website. Go to wkte1090.com, and they can check out all the programs we have coming up throughout the week. Wow. And pictures of everyone too, so you really? can see what everybody looks like. And what's uh, 
And if they put in the what app, what is it called? A uh, simple radio app. Why can't I? I can't ever remember that. It's so simple. I know. It's really simple. And what happens when you do that? When you do that, then you put in WKTE, and you can listen to us anywhere you would like or you're traveling to. You mean like the universe? Yeah, if you're going out the you're universe. the space shuttle up there? Yeah. yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's interesting. What if the aliens are listening to us? They probably are. I bet. Hey, and we only play what? Heavy music. Beach and Oldies. You want to feel good? We won some nice awards. Yeah, eight years in a row being the top Beach and Oldies radio station. We're going to do it one more? I hope so. Yeah? We'll know pretty soon. Well, I'm waiting with bated breath. That's right. (laughs) And you won a nice award? Yeah, the Reader's Choice Announcer of the Year Award. Well, congratulations. Thank you very much. Well, thank you for joining us this morning. We'll see you next week. God bless you and have a good day.